0: So labor is a primary resource, wisdom is a primary resource, and the next thing is product. Product is a primary resource. Now let me read to you from Proverbs 11 and verse 1. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Proverbs 16, 11. Honest weights and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. Now here's what that means. It means that God loves exchange conversion. I'll trade you this for that. I'll sell you this for this much. When it's a fair price and it's a good deal, it blesses everybody. Everybody involved gets blessed. When you walk away from a deal that is fair, you're very satisfied. The odds are you're going to go back to the person that you got this deal from because you see that they are trustworthy. The guy who tries to gouge you or he sells you a car where he was able to cloak a problem with the motor. You're not going to trust that guy ever again. He may have made a little bit more money in this exchange, but he is killing himself for the future. The people who don't do a job right, and it has to be redone. Those people may have taken some shortcuts and they may make a little bit more money in the first round, but they're going to get hosed down the road. Because they know nothing about secondary business. You want people coming back to you over and over and over. You know what the Bible says? It says a good name is better to be had than riches. And you can have people who talk bad about you. You can have people who gossip about you. Good night. I don't, I know down through the years I've had that over and over and over again. But my choices toward personal integrity have dwarfed those criticisms and I have a good name and I have chosen to keep a good name and to fight for a good. And that doesn't mean that you won't have people saying bad things about you from time to time because they did that about Jesus. But in the end, you had to admit he was on the right track. He did the right things. You get to choose whether or not you're going to have a good name. And that's why you want to make sure that all of your transactions are honorable. Product works when you're asleep. Years ago, I started seeing the only way that I'm going to get done what I've got to do is I've got to come up with some products because there is no way I can physically go out and face-to-face do everything I need to do to get things done and to get the money I need to pay my bills. God called me to publish a curriculum that was $50,000. My salary the previous year was ten. 5 times my annual salary I've got to come up with. I didn't know anything about money. So, my first thought was somebody who has a lot of money has got to get behind my project. That is logical thinking. And so, I I looked in a number of places for people who might want to invest. And I could tell God gave me no favor with any of them. There were none of them who had any interest at all in investing in my project. I was hurt, I felt cheated. I felt it was unfair that God gave me an assignment that I couldn't possibly do. I, I felt like that I had been given a car, but somebody else had my gas pedal and someone else had my steering wheel. And it's a very frustrating place to be. And all frustration comes from the devil. And he loves to put you into boxes. And when you think somebody else is controlling your destiny, you resent that person. And you have your attention on the wrong thing. You're like the bull in the bull ring. He's chasing that stupid red cape. The red cape is not your problem. It's the guy with a little ponytail. Hook him and your problems are over. (laughs) And if we're not careful, we get our eyes on people. And we think this guy's, and, and, and guess what? It's very possible that people are not doing you right. It's very possible that they're not cooperating with your financial future. That's very likely, but they're still not your enemy. The greatest threat to your success financially is in your own thinking. And when you begin to think in a liberated way, with my God, there is always a way for me to get around this. I haven't found it yet, but I know I'm gonna find it. I had been invited to teach at Rama Bible Training Center. I taught a class on children's ministry. I taught it four times a year. And I had to come up with a plan and a syllabus to teach these people. Twelve classes, 30 minutes long. And so as I got into that, I began to realize, wait a minute. There are people all over America who are not coming to this Bible school who need exactly what I'm putting out in this Bible school. And so I have something of value here. I've never thought of it as being valuable, but it is. And I know how people think. They are given responsibility for a Sunday school class, and they don't know what to do, and they're on their knees praying to God, God, show me how to teach kids. They will pay a reasonable amount of money for instruction on how this works. I should be compensated fairly, equitably for what it is I'm going to share. My work led to my wisdom where I said after I started teaching kids, there's got to be a better way to do this. And I learned how to adjust and teach kids better. Then I took that wisdom and I put it into six tapes. And I was confident that when I put that teaching down in six tapes, I knew what I was talking about. Now, listen to me. There are a lot of great guys who teach on money, and I, I thank God for the guys who teach you to think big, that God can do miracles. I think that's great. And I love what Dave Ramsey does, teaching people how to manage money. But you see, when I was given a responsibility for $50,000, there's no way I can manage my $10,000 to get the fifty. dollars There's some problems you can't manage your way out of. No way of, no amount of saving is going to get me the fifty grand. I've got to have new income streams. So I started seeing there has to be a new way for this stuff to flow. And I saw it's through product. I am never going to get offerings for kid stuff because people don't give money toward kid projects. They give pocket change. Now listen to me. When you're watching TV and one of those commercials comes on about St. Jude's Children's Hospital or Shriners or any of the other feed the children things, notice this. They never ask you for more than $20. It's usually $19 a month. Why is it that they all are pretty much set in that same range? Because they know that when you up that amount that they are not going to get your response. But they make it so low that people could say, we could do that. And so they are building their operations on $20 or less a month because they know this is how it flows. This is what people are willing to give. You may not like that. It may not seem like it's enough money, but you're stuck with it. I saw that. I saw people are not going to give me money to do what I'm called to do, so I'm going to sell video cassettes of my TV show. That didn't make any sense to me. I am broadcasting the Gospel Bill show all over America for free, but I'm also going to sell a video club where you get two VHS cassettes once a month for $14.95. And I thought, people won't do that, but they did. They did it in droves. I had a product. And I had thousands of people who bought those cassettes. And the way we did it is I'm only going to sell this one time. You sign up, you pay a fee, from then on we're shipping it to you. Until you tell me to stop, it's coming to your house and we're billing your credit card. But we're going to put the burden of stopping on you. We're not going to call you every month. You want it again next month? Too much labor and all that. We only handle a bail one time. You with me? See, I learned all that stuff. Take advantage of where you are. I don't care how basic your job is. There's something valuable that you can carry with you into your next assignment. And so we created product. God loves product. That's why he says a good scale, an honest scale of fair trade, God loves